0: Welcome back to the Far Out motherfucking Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd,
1: how are we doing?
0: And to the left of me, joining the show, coming back, uh, one of my favorite people on the planet, John Salwin. Hey, what's going on? Now, we've had... Uh, a lot of goddamn audio drama
2: today. It took us like an hour to get the show going, but... Uh, How come you don't set this up beforehand, Todd?
0: Well, because you showed up at 10.30 in the morning,
2: John. Well, th- that's, that's what time that's you told time me to show up.
0: I, mean, I, I know, but that doesn't give me, like, you know, I got to wake up, I got to shake off the hangover, I got to take three a leave, I have to cook, uh, make some, cook coffee. Okay. <laughs> well, why didn't you set this up last night, Todd? Exactly. Because I was getting drunk, John. How <laughs> about <laughs> you do it before you get drunk, Todd. Well, that maybe that could have happened, but yeah. I, I had, to, uh, had a big software crash, all this shit, and we are getting it all together. But now, you don't need to hear that drama, right, Far Out listeners. What you need to do is you need to hear some comedy. So, uh, great having John Sowen here on the show today, and I want to bring up something real quick. Uh, today, we're going to interpret your dreams for oh. the listeners. John Sowen, uh, we're going to get into it in a bit, but John Sowen is going to interpret your dreams. Oh, I am? Yeah.
2: Why am I doing that? Well,
0: because, we, well, because I've seen some of your Facebook posts about...
2: Uh, some of the special training you've been getting, we'll get into this Whoa. in a
0: minute. And I, I just I
2: asked the listeners if so we can Facebook post. I don't know how you found out about this special training, but that's kind of weird. But it's true that I have been taking some interpretation class. I'm just wondering how you found out about it. Well, mm. I I know people who know people, and in, in, in the uh, <laughs> weird. I all mean, right. it's
0: like John. It's like everything I hear about you or all the information I glean about your life isn't just from you. There are other yeah. people discussing. John Sowen and what the fuck he's up to, you know? So he's,
1: he's a topic of, of conversation.
0: Yeah, he's a man of note. He's yeah. a man of mystery. He's a man which people
2: know so much about. Okay, well, yeah, I guess we'll deal so with little. that later. But anyway, go ahead. You walk down <laughs> what, the street,
0: what, you hear Sowen. Yeah. Sowen. But so, I had a, had a bizarre, bizarre experience yesterday. Oh, really? I mm. had an OBE. No, uh, um, I was... Out of body
2: experience. Oh, so, okay, all right. I thought out. you were saying OBGYN. I
1: thought it was, was somewhere like, that's
0: bizarre.
2: I
1: thought it was some pussy related too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pussy doctor related. I
2: had a pussy
0: related story <laughs> happen to me. I was like, OBGYN. No, it's all that time hanging out with Whitman. That Whitman, you have a normal conversation, and then he drops into George Nori. Oh yes, yeah. So it rubs off on you. But, um, but yesterday, the wife and I were driving. Um, we're, we're driving, uh, you know, through Lakewood, and uh, the, the the wife wanted a snack, and so. We stopped by the Green Burrito, which is also, it's like a Carl's Jr. For people in middle America, it's called Hardee's. But mm. uh, Carl's Jr. also has a, a, a Mexican food component to it in this neighborhood, and uh, and it's called the Green Burrito.
2: It's, yeah, I've seen that off and on at Carl's Jr.'s.
1: It's pretty bad shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like, I don't know, I think it's slightly better than Taco Bell when no, it comes no, to like, the tacos.
1: No, it does not, sir. They
0: kind of deep fry the taco a bit. Oof. no not, not Oof. your thing it's possible
1: I no know. i just uh the green what is it? green burrito green burrito yeah. just yeah. sounds nasty
0: well i mean we just wanted to get we do want it quick and dirty get some food in the drive through my wife's like i want a soft taco right so right okay well green burritos right here and i was like you know it's, it's not horrible we're just gonna grab something you know we, we were not we weren't going authentic at that moment we had the option but we didn't we just hit the drive through and so we're in line and i look at the menu and the menu says Beef crunchy taco they had there with like the crunchy hard shell. Right. And the chicken soft taco. Now, my wife, because she's female, wanted a beef soft taco. Soft taco. Right. Yes. Now, the option that a chicken soft taco, but I, I figured that the people at the green burrito were smart enough that I could call an audible on it. Sure, sure. So I, uh, I go up to the window and I was like, uh, I do my order and then I go, you know what? And I'd like a beef soft taco. And the guy working the, 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 the drive-through window, it blew his fucking mind. Cause he was right. like, We have a chicken, chicken soft taco. <laughs> no, I like a beef taco. Be- beef soft taco. You have beef crunchy tacos. Can we have a beef soft taco?
2: And then. Didn't pa- seem like it would be that hard to make that switch, honestly.
1: For him, it's splitting the atom, though. That guy in the window, <laughs> that's some shit, you know? Holy shit. <laughs> right. Holy
2: guacamole. I mean, Taco Bell figured this out. Right, yeah, yeah You can have the crunchy taco supreme or the soft taco supreme sure.
0: Talk about have four ingredients and they interchange them and they have a name for all of it It's fantastic Yeah The green burrito is not that advanced So I talked to the guy and I go, you know what, we want the beef sa-. And so then the guy goes, we have beef crunchy taco <laughs> And I was like, no, can I want a beef soft taco And then he paused for a minute and I go, how about this? Now, now I start leaning out of the window of my car. You're like, like negotiating
1: right. in the drive-thru line. Yes. Jesus. There's no one behind me. So I, I, I was going to say, it. if I was behind you, oh man, I'd be like, who's this fucking asshole?
0: So I go, you know what? How about you take the uh, tortilla from the chicken <laughs> soft taco and you put the beef from the crunchy taco mm-hmm. in it?
1: You're telling them how yeah. to make it at this point? Yes, yes. <laughs> do you know and, how insulting that is? I, they well, do this for a living. Well,
0: Apparently they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they don't just, do it, Buck. I don't know. And so then I, I and, and then the guy pauses, he goes, You mean the flour tortilla? <laughs> I go, I think it's flour, yeah. And and then
1: the white boy wants flour? Yeah.
0: He wants a, and but the guy at you mean the flour? Like that's your restaurant, dude. You know like why are you why why is the question coming why am I now dictating? And so then I just say, you know what? My wife started making a sour face. and go, "Well, go crunchy taco. Let's get get out right. of here. Did Did you also
1: or, order it with a heaving gobs of spit? Because that's what they put <laughs> oh, in <laughs> there. That's, that's probably what they put in there. That's Escu- no, I doubt it. Extra side. They, they,
2: they, they, they're not that advanced. Probably. <laughs> if they can't figure out to substitute the flour <laughs> shell for the crunchy. Cell,
1: <laughs> I see them I don't in the them. restaurant going, oh, you want flour? <laughs> you know, just like, yeah.
2: Want some lung flour?
1: That. Yes, there yeah. you go.
0: But you know what? Um, The funny thing was that when we got our food, they pulled the fast food move, which always makes me feel suspicious, is when you're at the window and the guy at the window goes, could you pull over to the front of the restaurant? And then they bring it through the front. You never know what happened in that journey from the front into outside. It's never good. So my wife and I are driving home, you know, kind of perplexed about what happened. And I don't want to sit and diss the guy who works at the Green Burrito because fuck it, the guy's making $7 an hour. He's got enough fucking problems. You know, like I'm not there to condescend to him. But
2: uh, my wife goes... Why not, though? Just because he's just because he's making minimum wage doesn't mean he shouldn't do his job. That's No, you, you are know, right. Here's the thing. If he's only just making $7 an hour and he can't figure that out, maybe he's not worth $7 an hour.
0: <laughs> That's true. This you guy know? was a
2: $4 an hour.
0: It was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like Buck, you said, it was like splitting the fucking atom. Right. Yeah. So eventually, my wife and I are driving home, kind of wondering about what just happened. And uh, she goes, don't you think he... He knows what constitutes a taco. Not only <laughs> yeah. was, was was he working at the Green Burrito, but he was Mexican, and I doubt that on the first day of work he's like, "You'll be making tacos at this job." He goes, mm, "Taco, <laughs> Un- unfamiliar. Not sure what a taco." And they they bring him back, and there's some uh, gold golden chamber that they unlock, and they brandish this this hard crispy shell or soft mm-hmm. soft with chicken. You know, and they bring it out to him. He's like, "Oh fuck, this looks amazing."
1: Sounds like, to me like they just brainwashed them. And what was it? Chicken was uh, soft. Yeah, chicken soft. Chicken soft. Yeah, they do, just like, they just like, beat that into him. Yeah, so when you propose something else, he's just like, I don't know what to do. You know? Some kind of Orwellian. I see some kind of clockwork orange thing where they have his eyes open just like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I almost you know just dumped this guy's
2: computer uh, complete programming, but I I, I I found it amazing. You know, sometimes I think um, you know we assume that people know stuff, but I think here's one thing that we forget is there's stupid people everywhere. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. you know, Very true. It, you know, you might be thinking, oh, maybe there was a language barrier, maybe you know. Maybe he was just an idiot, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's like stupidity definitely goes across, you know, all racial classes, all socioeconomic backgrounds, all religions. If you want to find someone who's stupid of any sort of per- persuasion of life, you can find that person. Yes, yes. And it's very likely that maybe you ran into this guy.
0: I, I did you know? meet, yeah, I did meet him. And, and um, But, you know, to me, like when I run across like rampant stupidity like that, I just think it's not that he's dumb. And I try to make some other excuse for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't get good schooling he was economically disadvantaged or something. Like, b- b- given my... You know, bleeding heart liberal mind. It just doesn't go to that. That guy's a fucking moron. Yeah. It goes to, you know, maybe his parents didn't have good prenatal care. You society know? failed I him. I mean, society failed this man. Yes. it's, it's
2: very, a lot of those things are very possible, but that doesn't change the fact that you're dealing with someone. It's like, come on, how hard is that to swap out a flour tortilla for the right. hard shell?
0: Yeah, no, no, the, the guy. You could, you could. You could smell his brain melting yeah, through the speaker of the drive through window. the way you
2: describe it, it's not like, dude, we can't do that. Like, I know, in theory, I could, but we're not allowed to or anything like that. Right. Which, that's a different sort of level of frustration. You were, like, blowing his mind with the concept, it sounds right. like. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to have to sit and talk to that man about string theory. <laughs> well, Yeah. First of all, when you do that in the drive-through, the people behind you are going to get super pissed. Yeah, because now you're just not just arguing about the order; you're arguing about some complex stuff that you know quantum physicists are you know debating as to whether it's actually real or not. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know the, the the funny thing when when you are in a drive-through, you have you have a two-minute window of figuring shit out and negotiating with the guy yeah. on the other end because there's another car behind you, and it's usually a big pickup truck with an asshole in it.
2: And also, to be fair, you know we're communicating over probably the least reliable communication source. I mean, like if there was. Actually like a way to tap morse code in the drive through that might <laughs> be, be more understand yeah it might yeah. be better than the, like the speaker that we got going back and yeah. forth you and, know
0: and morse code is a universal language
2: yes <laughs> you know
0: English is not do that little letter huh. little letterman throw the card out the window okay Dave yeah You'd make a good Paul Schaefer. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, well, my head is more like Paul Schaefer, but um. Uh, so, John. It's tr- yes, you've been taking some classes. We 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 we, we started talking about this earlier on the show. I so don't know how you found out about it, been,
2: but yeah. Uh, go ahead and get into it a little. You've bit. been taking class at the Learning Annex, learning about how to interpret people's dreams. I was trying to keep this a secret, but I don't know how you find out. I've had about ten classes, so I feel a little bit confident, but at the same time, you know. I, I kind of think I know what I'm doing, but you know, I mean, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Now, what led you to this? Because I mean, it's a strange hobby. I mean, I could see where it's
0: kind of compelling, but it was was it like a financial reason? Like you want to get a job in the dream interpreting industry? You want to put really, up a, no. a, um, a big neon hand sign on you know, your lawn that's palm, just palm reading?
2: Well, that's always going to be the dream, <laughs> 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 you know. But that really didn't have anything to do with this. No, it basically it was a uh, there were. Um, uh, I guess, like a series of, a, you know, just a series of my own dreams that I thought were kind of bizarre. So, you know, it's like a lot of other things I started, you know, it's like, oh, what does the big flying hog mean in this dream or whatever? And so, you know, I started reading a little bit about it. And the corporate like, pigs. C- could be, you know. Yeah. So then I started reading a little bit about it and then, you know, like I saw like a good deal of the learning annex for class. Like, ah, you know, I'll take a few of these, see what happens. So, you know, it wasn't necessarily to uh, start a new career or anything like that. In well, the beginning... Although after meeting some people there and finding out what they're making, it's like, well, maybe I'm going to go into this more seriously. Like, who you know? do you, who
0: do you meet in a
2: dream interpretation
0: class? Because I'm thinking you're going to meet a lot of middle aged, divorced white women in like the.
2: Uh, whether well, oh, there's the, that the psychedelic sundress. There is definitely that
1: girl's named Sunshine. Yeah,
2: there's also like the uh, the the weird dudes that everything they say to you is like so important and loaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, loaded. Like, oh you're going out to have a corona later interesting like (laughs) no it's not really that interesting it's you know just decided to go out and have like a beer or something like that so you know there's a lot of those people in there and like that's kind of but then you know you meet like a couple of the guys it's like oh you make a hundred thousand dollars a year interpreting interpreting dreams for like two hours a day and like oh you're like a guest on uh you know Maury. Uh, Maury. Yeah. (laughs) Interpreting dreams. And it's like, okay, well, maybe that's some. So, you know, you take a few classes and then you're like, ah. But yeah, it's a weird mix of people, basically.
0: Well, so, um, we we decided to extend this service and thank you, John, for you know ten classes. You you know something what's going well, on? Well,
2: didn't really have a choice. You sort of put me on the spot here. but well, no problem. Well, that's that's <laughs> now what, that the cat's out
0: of the bag, might as well do it. Well, if you had too much time to think about it ahead of time, you You're right. I
2: never would have done it. You
0: never would have fucking done it. That, that's the thing with John. You got to kind of catch him and put him in there, and then he'll do it and he'll enjoy it. But leading maybe John we'll and, see John's like a horse to water. <laughs> In certain ways, we just got you know you just got to throw the water in front of the horse. You know if that yeah. analogy works, I guess yeah. So I decided to extend this courtesy to the far out listeners, oh. and so very nice <laughs> without and, my knowledge. And these are all real genuine emails, this isn't made up shit. We, okay, we, re, real emails from far out listeners. We put it if you're if you're a fan on our Facebook page or our Twitter page, you would have seen this email and you could have submitted yours. But so uh, let's start off with the first one. Okay, I, I like this one. Um it's the first dream that uh, Colin, Colin always writes in, Colin Colin, Colley. okay. We have, we have two um, Collins that always send in s- stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, so Colin Polly writes in, and he says, uh, I had a dream that I made out with Hannah Hart from My Drunk Kitchen. <laughs> okay. I know she's
2: gay, and I'm a dude. What All right. the fuck? Now, the funny thing is, Now, have you ever talked about Hannah Hart on low budget? I think we... Uh, uh, I don't know if we... I think we might have mentioned her on the show, but I've definitely talked with Mark about her off the show.
0: Because I'm, I'm I'm, not sure... Because you sent me Hannah Hart videos one time. Yes. And I was like, I love her. She's fucking hilarious. And I think she every gets guy drunk loves her. Yeah. There's something... I mean, she's not necessarily the best looking woman, but she's just like... I just she's want cute. that... W- she's
2: cute. But it's kind of like... She's very cute. And that's the thing. It's like her personality definitely shoots her through the stratosphere. Right. Because yeah. you're like, oh, here's a girl who's funny, who's clever, who cooks, and likes to get drunk. You're like, all of a sudden, it's like, wow she's She's like, a perfect 10. Right.
1: Yeah. I've never seen this, but oh, I'm she's, interested.
2: She's
0: pretty sounds good. good. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty funny. She just mm. does YouTube videos where she gets drunk and cooks shit, and it always looks tasty, and she's just <clears throat> she just fucking likable, you know? Sounds
1: better than cooking with Coolio.
0: Cooking with Coolio. <laughs> is, is, that, is that a real oh, thing?
2: YouTube that shit, man.
0: Yeah. Really? Cooking with Coolio?
2: Yeah. I, Come on. I, I mean, I think this dream's actually... I mean, some dreams are just straightforward, and I think what this dream means is uh, you want to make out with Hannah Hart because i think a lot of guys do
1: that's scary but she it, yeah. she's, a Cause, lesbian, cause, but she's a lesbian she's a lesbian
2: so i mean you know i've heard uh you know that like in uh i've heard that in the uh in the male gay community there's guys that like to turn straight guys yeah, yeah. why wouldn't in the straight community there be guys, guys that want to turn lesbians dykes
0: I, that's
1: what i'm whoa into. whoa buck that's what i'm yeah, buck i'm, I'm buck.
0: sorry yeah. Yeah. dykes really can you, you can't say that. that? It's, like, it's like saying uh, it's the N word for lesbians. Okay. Is that what's I going don't on? Know about I don't that, think so. You know, I mean, I've seen a, look, look at Todd's more offended than anyone. Maybe I've it ever is seen.
2: like the N word because I have seen like a, I, I, I mean, I've seen plenty of. Uh, Lesbians refer to themselves as dykes and yeah. organizations like dykes on bikes. Yeah, dykes stuff. on bikes. That's I what I'm, That's like a, that's yeah. like a biker gang yeah. or whatever. But, you know, that's, then that's again, the best we, part of the Long Beach Gay Pride Parade. When the <laughs> dykes, dykes, dykes on start, bikes start, I'm like, yeah!
1: we've <laughs> we've said this word openly before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, this, so, yeah, no, I, no
1: denigration.
2: I think definitely there no is. No
1: denigration in the dykes. You
2: know, may, may, maybe there is, a, you know, plus guys, please, have guys not have like fantasies about lesbians before? Now, it's always like the lipstick lesbians yeah. and such like that. But there's definitely that aspect there, and she definitely falls into that category. It's like guys, I, I guys are wicked hot for her. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, not right. like
2: yeah, it's not like he was
0: like, oh, I'd like to make out with uh, Diablo from the
2: Chowchilla prison on the <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to mess
0: with Diablo? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think Colin, what this dream means is that you like cute chicks that are funny that like to get drunk. Yeah, yeah. I- uh, okay, so there's no deeper thing. Yeah, in there. Exactly, Come you on. know, ten I'd,
0: class at the learning annex. It's not like he, he has some kind of weird shit well, that look, Freud some, described about some, dreams. Freud not every
2: no. dream is going to be like, oh, I want to go, you know, fight uh, chupacabras in uh, Argentina or whatever. You know, some dreams actually mean exactly what they they are. Or you know, it also could be that he has mommy issues. Okay, <laughs> so you know, I I mean, but I, there's a chance of that. So. But I, I, th- I think it just means that he wants to make out with Hannah Hart because a lot of guys do. I, I'd like to. <laughs> I think okay. every guy at this table like to make out with Hannah Hart. Yeah. I certainly would. Sight
1: unseen, yes. But for for me, it's for me, it's kind of scary that uh, that uh, I had a dream actually of cooking with Coolio. So what does that mean? <laughs> but, Did I, okay. I want to make
2: out with Coolio? That's oh, a, shit. Uh, it. Could be that. Oh you know, my I, God. I think uh, I think actually that one it just means that you'd like to go on a fantastic voyage. <laughs> they should call it Cook- Coolio's Fantastic Cooking Voyage yeah exactly it's a fantastic voyage awesome. and I think it's uh, you know nostalgia for the 70's as well which is kind of weird <laughs> yeah.
0: but anyway, by the way Hannah Hart that's a porn star name right like if, if you were to that's like a total porn chick name sure, right
2: sure. I could bet the thing is Hannah Hart's just a pretty solid name you know you got that cool alliteration going you got the heart thing it, it, you're right it's definitely good for like I don't know about that'd be a good Skinamax name not a hardcore porn name
0: so it's a it's a double X, not a triple X porn. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind like, of softcore.
2: Like everything nowadays, you know, thanks to like the internet, it's all just like, you know, hardcore porn. It's like the things like, you know, beyond the valley, like, you know, skin flicks and you know, things like that. Skinamax just seems to have fallen by the wayside. It's just sad. By the way, Hannah Same forwards as backwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that's another thing. It's got that perfect palindromic whatever. She's
0: got a Perfect palindromic sexuality tour. I can't deny. So we got another one here. Yes. So we got Gregory M. writes in. Here is my dream, sirs. Okay. Keep up the great shows. Yes. Obviously, he didn't listen to the Kitchen Disaster show. I think he heard it. I tried to shoot a guy in the head to steal his supplies during the apocalypse. Mm. Mm. Unknown type of apocalypse. So it wasn't like a zombie or a um, Tupacalypse now, like the Tupac album. Right. And my Glock 23... Made the dry fire sound instead of firing. Mm. very
1: specific on the gun.
0: Bad ammo, I guess, he says. The guy looked at me in terror, so I had to play it off like it was a joke so I could come back and kill him with a knife at night. Mm -hmm. I had to hide from scavenger people in an abandoned mountain mansion and the old fireplace because my gun was broken. The end. You're welcome, Gregory
2: M. Well, Just I hate to do this. It's like these are two basically really straightforward dreams in a row, you know. And I know it's going to seem incredibly obvious when I say it, but uh, who who was who is? Oh, is Gregory? Gregory M. Yeah. Gregory has mommy issues again. Really? Yeah. Uh, his mom didn't love him enough. That's why he's turned to this form of aggression. Uh, that's why he's worried about the apocalypse here coming. You know, because mm. uh, the apocalypse sort of represents. Uh, a lot of times, you know, especially if it's a non-specific apocalypse, you know, it represents uh, fear and hate, and basically yeah. that says, you know, you Chaos. weren't loved enough as a child. So, so do
0: you, do you think that uh, Gregory was breastfed or formula fed?
2: I mean, you never can tell, but I would guess more formula than breast.
1: Now, I have a fear of the apocalypse, but it's more of like I have a fear of a clown apocalypse.
2: Whoa! Whoa! Oh, okay,
1: like a scary clown apocalypse. Well, like that crumping I mean, that's, movie?
2: that's just a very rational fear. Kind I mean, of clowns are evil kind of like killer our...
1: clowns from outer space. Remember yeah, that? Them. That's just, down.
2: That's just your natural instincts coming to base because clowns are evil and out to get us. You know. So really? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Even but, Tommy but the
0: clown from that crumping movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Really, I haven't seen. Because he it, seems but... nice.
0: Yeah. Yes, oh like yeah, nice, I, nice guy. Good. Well,
2: that's it. you know he's using a he's using like a technique you know to get on your good side, and then he's going to murder you when you sleep one night. But wow. yeah, I mean a fear wow. of clowns—that's just healthy and instinctual. Yeah, that just means <laughs> thank you. That bro. just means that your instincts are working, so no worries there. Thank you, doctor. Yes. All right, we got another
0: one here. This yeah. is um, dear far out crew. Oh, okay. Right. Before I start, I am dead serious about this dream I'm about to describe. Oh boy, I had it about six months back, and it has bothered me ever since. Mm. so it's good. He really needs this service, yeah, mm. this is like it seems like he's been sitting there wallowing and uh just like he's been ruminating on this, it's been destroying his life it's Been
1: inception in this
0: right it's it, it's it's affected his ability to eat. No oh boy. You know, maybe he's sitting in dark rooms, you know, just kind of gyrating back and forth like Bones McCoy after Spock mind-melded with him. This is a
2: lot of speculation there, Todd.
0: <laughs> I once Let's had hear a, this dream. I once had a dream that Emma Stone, oh William Shatner, hmm. and myself were on a mission to eliminate Dennis Leary. Okay, now, interesting. <laughs> it's, ra- it's rational. Usual spy stuff happened, and finally we arrived at Leary's mansion by Hovercraft. Hmm. Uh. Once we infiltrated the master bedroom to end the mission, the entire dream exploded into a kaleidoscope of colors, clips of Burt Reynolds movies, and turkey gobbles. Nice. What could this dream mean? By by the way, Mark Chambers right right here and heard the turkey gobble. We could just end the show 15 minutes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, this is a pretty awesome dream. Wow. So, you, you know, I mean, it could in be general, yeah, yeah. It could, uh, it could mean a couple different things. It could just mean uh, that you're bored and you're looking for some excitement in your life. Because, I mean, who wouldn't want to go on a mission to uh, eliminate Dennis Leary with Emma Stone and William Shatner? Oh, by, by the way, this is wait,
0: was from it at, at the Devin Blanton
2: sent this at the Devin okay. Blanton? Now wait, what I forget was it William Shatner or was it Captain Kirk? It was William Shatner. So okay. we don't, it could be it could be T J Hooker or Boston Legal. It sort of doesn't matter, but Shatner. I mean, you know, it's Shatner. Because, you know, if it's Shatner, I mean, it could be any Shatner, and I mean, if it's a dream, you know, he could be, you know, Kirk one minute, you know, Denny Crane the next, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, the host of a Rescue 911 the next minute, you know, because dreams just sort of do that weird sometimes. Now,
0: for one day, did you did you go through uh, the potential, like, the, the Shatner chapter, what's an entire ch- uh Chapter about whether William Shatner... You know, the funny thing,
2: it's kind of funny you mentioned that. We haven't actually done that yet, but that's an upcoming class. It's like a whole day dedicated to dreams about Shatner. The Shat Chat. Because they are becoming so popular. Right now, dreaming about Shatner.
0: He's in the Jungian uh, subconscious of. Yeah, uh, and
2: it's like when you dream about Shatner, it, you know, it, it, it can mean a couple of different things. It can mean, a, you know, a desire to go explore, you know, if you're thinking more of like Perk yeah. Shatner. Or it can be like, you know, uh, a lot of times he can be a, a sign of money troubles, you know, because if you're thinking <laughs> of like Priceline or something like that. Nice. But, uh, you know, so it really sort of depends on the area of Shatner mm. that you're dreaming about, you know, and sometimes, you know, these things could be mixed. You know, you're going to, uh, you know, uh, like, like, you have this dream that you're going to, like, you know, blow away the Klingons, but you're worried about your hotel room prices or something like that. Right, right. That could say that, you know, hey, you really need to take a vacation. You're really feeling burned out, but you don't feel you have the financial resources to do it, <laughs> you know? And so that could be like a very, uh, very but yeah, there's a, there's some good stuff in there. So, I mean, it could, I mean, first of all, it's just a, it sounds like a really awesome dream. It's a rich dream. It's you know? a very rich dream. I mean, th- everything about that just sounded awesome. Would, would you
0: call it lucid?
2: Uh, maybe. It sounded very vivid just him describing it, so it sounds like a very powerful dream. So it might just mean that you're bored.
0: Does this happen during slow wave sleep, REM sleep? Like when Shatner appears, does he he appear on the deeper sleep levels or kind
2: of? I mean, I think most dreams are taking place in uh, the deeper sleep levels, but uh, you know, I I, I don't know. (laughs) Like I said, I haven't taken the Shatner class yet, but uh, he can mean a lot when he does show up. Because um, what were some of the other? But what were some of the other things in this dream? Turkey so, gobbles. So, yeah, there's
0: turkey gobbles. Uh, the entire dream exploded into a kaleidoscope of colors, which is almost like 2001: A Space Odyssey. Right. Mm. Could um, be a
2: drug flashback.
0: Clips of Burt Reynolds movies.
2: Well, mm. yeah. It, which ones though? I mean, I was. Assuming, I don't know. You know it, see that's that also plays into the boredom was, context because Burt Reynolds movies. That's back when movies were awesome. You know, when you had Smokey and the Bandit, a, cannonball so let's say. Back when movies were awesome, Burt Reynolds made, was in them. Or you know, you know <laughs> that's true. Or, you know, things like uh, Deliverance, you know, like highly critically acclaimed movie before he started making all these Smokey and the Bandit movies and stuff like that.
0: You think this guy wants to have
2: butt sex, dude? No,
0: he was dreaming of Burt <laughs> Reynolds,
2: not Ned Beatty. <laughs> oh.
0: No, if, if he had a dream where I was like, I would, what, what, if someone had a dream where they're having butt sex with Ned Beatty, what do you think that would represent?
2: Oh, well, that means uh, they have daddy issues.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, so we're going to move on to the next that, one. That's, that's textbook right there. That's what that means. I'm
0: trying to think of who
2: sent this one. Um, Is okay, it, about, uh, it was Katie Corley sent this one. Oh, did she have a dream where she made out with Hannah Hart? I think it's a dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> did he have a dream where he made out with Hannah Hart? We'll have to ask him. Okay. Had this dream about a month
0: ago. Yeah. I'm with my friends at a roller derby rink mm. and we're watching a performance of Romeo and Juliet interesting My mm. friends and I are dressed like dressed in red or, or, or my friends and I are dressed in Robin Hood like garb mm. what the hell the Juliet really sucked and kept screwing up her lines including referencing something called I spit mm. the director had enough and fired her. Juliet then joined in a game of roller derby and got her ass kicked right He said but I replace it with ass. A replacement Juliet took her place. It was awesome. Then my friends and I found a full
2: box of sandwiches. A mm. box full of sandwiches. Nice. The end. Okay. Uh, I know what this dream means. Okay. You got, you, you, you've got this one. Yeah, I've got this one. Uh, I, Kelly, it was. Like, I don't know. Katie Corley. Katie Corley. I, I don't know what you're fearing um, to do, like, uh, you, you know, to, to live your passion, but basically, this dream is telling you you need to go for it because wow. it's all this old yes. yeah all the some yes. you know all the symbols point to that you know basically he uh you know basically he, I, I don't know if it's a career choice or a romantic choice but it's definitely something that he's been wanting to do for a long time i assume it's like a career choice or like some sort of mission thing could be you know like uh, i want to pursue my dream as an actor or something like that mm. or i want to move to uh you know some faraway place like i want to move to brazil and start over or something like that i don't know and he thinks it's going to be dangerous that's the roller derby aspect mm. and he's worried that his family might judge him that Where the Romeo and Juliet aspect? Oh wow, shit, man! And so you know, but you know, it's basically he's there, you know, dressed up as Robin Hood. You know, that sort of means that he's a rebel there. Yeah. Because he's going against, you know, uh, he's going against society. The man. The yeah. man. The man. And, uh, you know, when he actually found, uh, like, there was at some point in there that he found, like, a box of... Uh, sandwiches. Sandwiches, yeah. yeah. That basically means, you know, anytime you find food in a dream, in a dangerous situation, it means you're going to be okay. Because that's what you really need. It's, a,
0: it's the kind of the reward for him taking yeah. this journey, is I mean, the box of sandwiches. You know,
2: when you when you get down to, like, you know, the hierarchy of needs, you know, what are our most basic needs? You know, there's oxygen, yeah, water, food, love, yeah. uh, shelter. That's the thing that you're worried is like, uh, you know, anytime you're worried about making a big cho- change in your life, you know, like moving to a far off land or, you know, pursuing some dream a lot of times, you're worried that you're not going to be able to support yourself. You're worried that you're not going to be able to eat or find shelter. So anytime you find food in a dream like that, it's saying, hey, it's going to be okay. Right. You'll find a way to eat. You will survive. Basically, would, would you say that he has sandwich anxiety on some deeper psychological level? Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I don't know, but I think that I think it's uh, I think the big issue is that basically, it's saying that he'll be able to uh, he'll be he'll be able to survive. So, are you saying do it? Uh, that's what that's what the dreams seem to be saying. I mean, ultimately, you're going to have to do what you're comfortable with, but there is going to be that time where you have to make an educated leap, and it's probably coming up on that time.
0: All right, so we got last. Last one here.
2: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, you know, in the Brazil example, it's like if you've been thinking of moving to Brazil for a while, yeah, maybe you do two months research and then, you know, buy the ticket and go. It doesn't mean that tomorrow, you know, you just, you know, up and leave everything. You know, right. You might want to – there might be a few things you need to get in order before you go. But, yeah, it should still be like a two or three month.
0: Well, though. you should up and leave to Brazil if you happen to be a Nazi. Because well, I, th- <laughs> I think a lot of Nazis after they, they went to Argentina and like Brazil, Hard right? Like, yeah. Hmm. Good, good, nice place to retire after a lifetime
2: of Nazism. By the right, way, Brazil. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: just think people, Brazil. I just think people like the big butts. Yeah, big Pippin. Just because, just because you're some super evil dictator, that doesn't mean that you don't also like watching big butts in Brazil. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not mutually exclusive things. You know. So we got our last
2: one here. It's very informative,
0: John. You know, you say I'm only taking ten classes, right. whatever, but you you kind of know your shit with
2: this. I know a few things.
0: <laughs> All right. By the way, my wife knows you know a few things because before we, we we got recording today, John and my wife were talking about food for a good 45 minutes while I was it can uh, setting up the equipment here. Yeah, and uh, setting it, up the equipment. Yeah, I was beating <laughs> off. <laughs> no. But uh, as I set up the equipment, then I go back into like you know grab some beers for the show in the kitchen, yeah. and my wife turns to me and goes, "John's really smart." <laughs> I go, yeah, John's fucking real smart. The world is in love with John Salwin's brain. They should have, like, you know, Winst- Ben Stein's money. It should be, like, you know, win John Salwin's money. It would be great. Ah. It would be great, and, and you know...
2: I mean, if, if it's the same setup where I get the money that they don't win, I'll totally do that contest. So we
0: got our last dream here. Yeah. Dear Far Out Podcast. All right. I recently had a dream that my wife wanted to bring some extra money into the house. Mm. Instead of getting a proper job, she cleared out my kid's playroom... And put three sets of bunk beds in there and rented them out to college dudes for $600 per bed per month.
2: Mm. Hmm. Seems legit. Seems like a decent business proposition, actually. She she would make sex with a different dude each night. (laughs) She would make a six. (laughs) She would make
0: a six. Yeah. She would make sex with a different dude each night. And then with me on the off night. Hmm. What does that say about my dreaming subconscious self? Is she okay with whoring? uh, What does that say about my dreaming subconscious self? What does it say about me that my dreaming subconscious self is okay with whoring out my wife? Hmm. Thanks. Hmm. Colin in Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
2: Well, I think it's, uh, you know, sometimes there's very complex things going on in dreams. And, uh, you know, clearly I think like one of the overarching issues of this dream is uh, the fact that, you know, he needs more money. You know, and okay. so, uh, you know, all, I think it's uh, his subconscious brain coming up with creative ways to do it.
0: And and the most you know, valuable thing possibly in his home could be his wife's vagina. I, yeah. Right,
2: yeah. I mean, it could actually be, uh, it could be, the, you know, it's one of those weird things where, uh, you know, depending on your own state, he could be saying that, you know, his wife's actually more valuable than the extra money that he would be mm. getting. His wife's v- vagina. Uh, well... Or
0: maybe her boobs. Maybe she has nice <laughs> boobs. Because I mean, there could be multiple reasons why you're, you're, college is, dudes want to make sex with her. It could be her right. boobs, could be her uh, Hannah Hart like personality. You know, it, the other thing is. Could he be her
2: ass. You know, he didn't describe uh, who these dudes were, could be her you ankles. Know, he didn't, uh, you know, it, if he looked deeper into the dream, um, are they him at different ages? You know. Oh well, it mm. said college dudes. So right, but that's the, I don't know how old this guy is. Maybe like, let's he say wanted to have a,
0: sex with her in college, and so he's yeah, regressing to so, a previous time. So you know, time. he's a,
2: he's like, you know, like let's say he's in his mid thirties now or something like that. Who knows? He might be dreaming of himself at like eighteen. He might be dreaming of himself at like twenty two, or and maybe it's a sign, you know, too, that he needs to go back to college now to become one of these dudes. Whoa, you know, wow. so, so there's a like lot a lot going on there. Ronnie Dangerfield back to school. How right. do you? <laughs> to, to, to wind up his email, what advice do you give him? Well, see, that's the thing is because uh, I think the overarching theme here is uh, you know his wife and money basically. All right. So he he's basically uh, the two issues that he's really got going on. Like, how does he bring in more money into his into his house, and how does he make his wife um, you know feel more attracted to him? Yeah, basically. And so uh, you know he he probably assumes that it's you know. Uh, by becoming a younger dude. Now, obviously, you can't become younger. Yeah. You, know? Yeah, you know, we're all getting older every second, you know. Uh, but, you know, there are things that you can do to recapture that sort of youthful spirit, you know.
1: I, th- I just think subconsciously Colin is a pimp.
2: I might be oh, that, okay. too. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, yeah, a yeah. fucking
1: pimp, and what? he don't know it yet. It's possible. And, and he's he's got to go this route. Yeah, so he's got to say- go out... Yeah, Colin, uproot your life and just hustle and flow that shit.
2: Well, yeah, sometimes uh to Oakland. Possibly. That's sometimes what I'm uh, you know that's the thing. When you take classes, you have the tendency to overanalyze stuff. Buck might be right here. Just straight through so the guy's just are straight pimp. through. Just become a pimp. That, that's you know? what I'm saying.
1: Whore your wife out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's what Bugs. Bucks advice is: whore out your wife. Whore out yeah. your wife.
1: That would solve the money issue.
0: I'm surprised, John, that uh, through all this, you didn't tell anybody just to kill
2: themselves. Well, that's a different show. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. I mean, there's many know.
1: facets to this guy, uh, and that's true. just you know, one of them. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: they're not a caller. You know, it's true. <laughs> so <laughs> generally, you know, uh, they're they're that's. I mean, I always think that's solid advice. <laughs> if you're having problems in your life, you know, kill yourself. Definitely, it <laughs> solves everything. You know, it's I've really never good. I've never heard of a problem where that won't solve it. Basically. Never got any
1: negative feedback from that.
2: Yeah, you know, it's no. like if you're having financial troubles, you kill yourself no. or Are you going to be having financial problems anymore? No, you're dead. It's <laughs> problem solved.
0: Yeah. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Farall podcast. Get your comments up at farallpodcast.com. John Salwyn you can find him on Low Budget FM when it's on, when it's off, whatever's going on. He's always there. I'm around. And he's around. And uh, Buck Perez, he's on the grilled cheese truck rolling around Los Angeles. There I am. At Buck Perez on Twitter. At Prof Bacon on Twitter. John Sauer. Yeah. At Todd A. Perry. Todd with one D. Let's go.